Radio. Evangelization, Missionary Zeal and Humility. A talk by Father Bernard Moravsky at Capfest 2017. Good morning. Dzień dobry. Oh, great. <laughs> this is in Polish. Good morning. Some of you have been in Krakow last year. Who have been there? Oh, big number. Great. Good sausage? Polska kiełbasa. The best. <laughs> so I'm from that, so I'm from beautiful country, Poland. Yeah, I'm Bernard. My name is Bernard. The same, you know, the first who was following St. Francis of Assisi? Bernard. Yeah, beautiful name. Yeah. <laughs> Bernard Moravsky Capuchin. So we're talking in this uh, beautiful time you have in here about the some saints, capuchins. Every saint has beautiful things to say to us. The beautiful example and some mis- uh, message given to us. So all the saints. You possibly have some of your favorite saints. I know St. Francis, St. Dominique, St. Bernadette. Yeah, many, many. Every saint they have something. So we today look... Someone of you heard about Blessed Angelo Fakri? No. no. I said to Gary that I can say whatever you don't know. <laughs> yeah, beautiful uh, a Capuchin, missionary preacher. Born Acri is the small village in the south of Italy, Calabria. He was born 19th October 1669 and died in the same place on the 30th October 1739. So how old he was? 70. Good mathematician, yes, very good. 70 years old. So, a little bit look on, on his life. Um, he was born in, in this Akri, in this simple family, and as a teenager, his father passed away. And, you know, poor family, but very Catholic tradition. Even, even today, the Italy, South, especially Italy, this, you have possibly some friends here, and many from Calabria coming because it was a poor country. Uh, and growing in faith, and as a young man, he decided to join the Capuchins. But he did not persevere. And this is a beautiful story, you know, because... Um, and I think all the saints can show us something great, that not, saints is not perfect. No one is perfect. Or maybe you're, I'm not. <laughs> so he... Joined the Capuchin Club, you know, with the zeal as young men, really enjoying. But then, in novice time, back home. And then asked again. So, okay, the Capuchin received him again. And he again left. <laughs> and the third time, he asked again to be readmitted. Um, okay, so they received him. And this helped him, you know, be possibly to be more humble. I believe, you know, that when we discover, for me, it's really when I discover how weak I am, so be a little bit more humble and more comprehensible with the people. You know, no, no one is really perfect. Um, so, finally, when he entered the third time, and he said to, Oh Lord, I cannot trust myself. You know my weakness. Assist me with your grace. So just praying on this prayer, the beautiful prayer. And the Lord is generous Lord, and He all the time responding to our prayers. Believe that. Especially when it's really sincere prayer, when God sees us, how weak we are, all the time embracing us and giving the strength. Now, he was finally ordained a priest. And, you know, at that time, uh, to be a priest, especially a preacher, you, you should pass some exam tests. 
and it was big preparation to be a preacher. Um, so he passed well, and he first sermon, um, he 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 was um, preparing the big sermon and very very beautiful language, uh, and you know many quotations from the Bible and literature, very nice. But when he went to preach, something happened to him that he forgot everything and stayed there, and a lot of people. And he go back and saying nothing. Disaster. <laughs> you know, so he was so upset. Imagine, and humiliated as well. You know, a young priest and preacher coming to preach and saying nothing. And again, this is helping him. So he, he went back and he prayed in, 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 in front of this cross in, and asking and begging the Lord, what happened, Lord, help me. And he heard the voice. You know that St. Francis was praying in the front of the cross, and the Jesus from the cross spoke to him. So, similar situation, he heard the voice. I am he who is. Do not be afraid. I will give you the gift of words, and you, your works will not be futile. From now on, preach in a simple and colloquial style, so that all can understand you. So Angelo burned the sermons he had prepared and made new ones following this directive. So the, when I like him, because I remember I say to Father Gary that when I had been just a preparation to the priesthood and was the one of the friar looking after us, a spiritual director, and he said to us, young Capuchin friars, please chosen some one of the Capuchins, Saints Capuchins, like your special patron, obviously St. Francis, firstly, but, you know, someone who is saying something to you. And I was looking at the biographies of these friars, Capuchins, you know some of them already, and it really touched me this one, because, he, so he became the great preacher, but in simple way, preaching to the people more to the heart than, you know, some very intellectual uh, preaching. Um, and, and this was something I believe um, very, very nice, and I believe that it's part of the, even the Capuchin uh, charism, the simplicity, not to be close to the people, simplicity, and speaking in the, in the way, language, okay, my English, you know, forgive me, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's in the simple way, not very intellectual. So just talking more to the heart and draw people closer to love of God, love of Jesus. And he was really very, a very great preacher in this way. So I, when I'm preaching, I all the time asking him to help me. I, I, I think he's help, helping me something. Um, so this is the, 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 I think, very, very nice story. That not, um, but as well to, to preach, uh, dedicate to the time of in prayer. He spent a lot of time in prayer. Then praying preparing homilies, but in different way, no, the simple way. And also really touching, touching the hearts of the people. So God made the apostolate of Blessed Angelo very fruitful. And many conversions were worked through him. Um, there was, we have many testimonies, even some uh, special um, miracles of healing, but as well especially touching the hearts of the people. People who have been living some wrong way. And just by the preaching and, and met the brother, Angelo, there was changing life. There's something touching their hearts. 
So I think the great, great mission. Yeah, the preacher uh, and is, is firstly giving the, uh, by his own, like Francis said once, you know, going to the preach uh, and was with the brother. You know the story, went with the brother through the Assisi and they went to preach. And they walk around the city and going back and they say nothing. So Francis, we went to preach. No, we did already. Just walking, you know, testimony of simplicity, of love, of joy, was, was great preaching. So the angel is really on this way as well, but a preaching very, very simple way, very nice, and, um, and was walking or sending and the preaching in many different places. Sometimes was this, um, we, we call this missionary. He was not missionary overseas, but many places, especially in the South Italy. Um, um, so many missions in this way, going to the parishes and um, for four days or one week preaching and just was really renewing the community by his preaching, his prayers, his example. Obviously, all the time as well, the, uh, helping the, the uh, serving to the people with, uh, with um, confessions, the messes. And something very nice as well, it's not anymore, unfortunately, but... On the Capuchin's life was very much that when was one preacher, missionary preacher, going someplace, going all the time with some another friar. And generally there was some lay brother who was not no 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 preacher, no no priest, no uh, any ministry external, but just be there and praying and praying. There was one who was preaching, another one just praying, and we really don't know. How much you know is what was how the Spirit, Holy Spirit, does work, because perhaps it's not because that beautiful words using this brother preacher, but perhaps just simple and trust, prayer to God, trusting in God was making difference and to touch the 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 the, the hearts of the people. So that simplicity and the power of of God's Spirit. You know, it had been ordained um, in Poland. Um, this year, actually, I have 25 years. <laughs> so, the, thank you. Oh. <laughs> so, the first ministry after the ordination when asked me in my province in Warsaw, in Poland, they sent me to be in the office, uh, vocation office, like Father Thomas. And so, some guys coming, you know, and they asking, obviously, if someone is interesting, why are you interested in the Capuchins? You know, brother, frankly, if I wish to study, I would go to the Jesuits or to Dominicans, but I'm not very much, so I've chosen the Capuchins. (laughs) Simple Capuchins. (laughs) So this, we have this fame. And as well, there's some style of, of the friars, you know, the, the preaching. So we have here the, the, the simplicity, honesty, frankness, courage to stand against the fashions and public opinions. Just be sincere. And that's God's, God's spirit. So there was many really beautiful, um, beautiful fruits of, of his preaching. The many conversions, many. Those thousands of conversions, really deep conversions. People be really living from the church, not interesting, or just going to the church like, you know, they sometimes, I don't know how much, but sometimes just custom. People go because mom was going, or mom is sending you, go to the church. No, go to the church. (laughs) (laughs) 
So really there was changing the hearts by his preaching, by his life. And it's again uh, some, some kind of design by God because his body, this is the picture from Acre nowadays, and it's incorrupt. incorrupt. So you can see him not touched because it's this glass, but yeah, it's incorrupt. And many other miracles after his death. So asking his intercession, they, we have testimonies. Generally, when it's someone to be um, uh, beatified by the Pope, there should be some proof of the miracle by the church, approved some miracle. So they are. So he will be beatified by Pope Leon XIII. No, 12, 12, 12, um, 1825. And now, very soon, 15th October, now, uh, in the coming October, they will be canonized by Pope, Pope Francis and the statue of Blessed, and soon will be Saint, Saint uh, Angelo of Acre. So, with a big, um, big ceremony, and yeah, because another, another miracle has been approved. And then um, when I spoke with uh, Brother Dean, he said to me that just talking on an example of one, but just like some, some message given. So we're talking more about the, the missionaries, the preaching, evangelize, the preaching. So we have many here, there's some few. This is from some place in some, I don't know very now, the island was in Latin America. Latin America and the Capuchins. The, the many, uh, many Capuchins here, and they're putting some cross in some village, you know, and they're preaching possibly in some indigenous place. Just they receive Jesus as the Savior, the Messiah. Um, we have him, the, um, one of the great fidelists of Sigmaringen. There was the uh, Capuchin. In the church, especially after the Reformation, there was formed the Propaganda Fidei, the propagation of the faith, uh, which is today like... Um, Congregation of Evangelization, and they very much really there was the Capuchins involved on that. And Pope asked them, and have very trust in the Capuchins preachers. And the first martyr of this congregation was Fidel Sigmaringen, had been preaching in Switzerland, and was, you know, at that time the Protestants and some not very friendly, having fanatics. And because his preaching was so great, and many people coming back to the church, they left Catholic Church about because they're following the, some new preaching, uh, and they're going back. So the, the, the other people, they have been not happy, and they wait on him, and very martyr him very much. They kill him in a terrible way. So he's one of the, um, the first martyrs of the congregation of the faith, of the propagation of the faith, of evangelization. Uh, here we have the very, very beautiful, he became a cardinal, uh, Guglielmo Massaia, Guglielmo in English, William, I think it's William, Guglielmo Massaia, the, another Italian friar, and had been sent to Africa, Ethiopia. And very, again, it's very simple way, but preaching, and, and he became bishop there, persecuted very much. Uh, so it's the very, another example of, of, of a big missionary preaching, you know, the spirit, the zeal to share the faith with another people. Uh, and first, it many times depends as well of the govern. You know, the, there was many people uh, was really attracted and drawn by, by, by his preaching to Jesus and be baptized and believing. But then was changed in the govern, the new king, and was really uh, possibly jealous. And he uh, 
prohibited to capuchins. There were some Malthus capuchins there, uh, and he came back to, to Italy. So one of the symbol of the capuchins preachers, missionary preachers. This, um, I think, is from Germany or France. I'm not sure. I took this from the internet. But there's a group of the capuchins, and they all the time receiving the, the cross. And the preachers was even in, in the traditional capuchin churches. Australia is quite new, but if you go to, the, to Europe, the Italy, Poland, Germany, France, the many capuchin churches, there's the old-fashioned ambo, you know, the, the preaching. And it's just the capuchin hand, the habit, just the hand with the cross. And the preacher is standing and preaching with the cross. Because our faith really is centered in Jesus and his love, merciful love, show to us, dying for us, shedding his blood for us. So the cross is really the sign of the power of God, of mercy of God, his love. This one I received when I was living from Poland. Uh, after five years be priest in Poland, I all the time was attracted, to, I don't know, I, when I praying to go someplace. Um, uh, if you know the, um, the prophet Isaiah, the vision he has, the chapter 6, the prophet Isaiah has the vision. Uh, he sees the throne of God and the seraphs. The seraphs as well as the seraphs was appeared to St. Francis and the stigmata. Um, and then and, and they're saying, Kadosh, 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 holy, holy, holy. Uh, and he was filled himself very, um, very sinner. And the angel came with coal and touched you know, his mouth. In this way, there was a symbol of the be purified by God's grace. Because we sinners all, and he was feeling the sinner. And then God spoke to him, and he said to him something like that. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And I said, Here am I, send me. And he said, Go, and say to, to these people. And it's just the preaching. So, uh, I was very much touched in my uh, discernment um, of um, my vocation when I had been a young man in Poland and was just involved in the youth group. And I wish really in my life to be some way in the church, uh, involved in some movement or whatever, but be part of the church. Uh, and then slowly, slowly, and this fragment was really touching my heart. I believe this like in the base of my vocations, you know. So I, for this I was, I was sure that God is calling me to go someplace odd, far from my country. So the missionary vocation. And in my, my province we used to have the, uh, the vocations, um, the, the missions in, in Central America. Some Latin American here? No, no, no one. Here in the group is someone from Latin America? No one came. Sometimes Father Dean has the same group. Yeah, good. Muy bien. <laughs> so I have, been, I have been sent after five years of asking, and the superiors, they sent me to Guatemala, Central America, Latin America. So I have been, spent 10 years there. After 10 years, I've been 15 years priest and 10 years in mission. I don't know, but all of them as well. is something I believe that coming from the Lord, calling me to studying English. 
And I wish very much to learn English. So after that time, I asked, we call the sabbatical year, so for studying or for prayer. And the superiors gave me the opportunity. First year went, because uh, Latin America are close to United States, and we have connections. So I went to Washington, D.C., but then I asked some friars from my province, why do not go to Australia? Australia? <laughs> Where is that? <laughs> I never ever was... Oh, I, I love Australia, but I never was thinking to be here, you know, so it was really something very surprising. You can say, okay, so I, I sent the letter to Father Julian, at that time he is the provincial, like Father Gary now, and he said, welcome, come for one year. So purpose was coming for one year, learn English, and back there. After one year, my English... <laughs> <laughs> so too late, too late. Learn languages when you're young. <laughs> so I asked to be longer, and finally, with my superiors, we decided together just stay, stay here. So now this year, in ten years, in Australia in October. <laughs> Australia, Aussie, Aussie, oi, oi, oi. <laughs> the another one preacher. This is nowadays. Someone know him? Yes, Father Raniero Cantalamessa. Father Raniero Cantalamessa, Italian Capuchin. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful vocation as well. He'd be a teacher uh, pre- um, at university in Milan. Um, and, and one day, a beautiful story, we can read sometimes his story, but he was really attracted by Jesus, you know, to, to follow him in a different way, to go to preach everywhere. And he asked for that, was in the discernment, and then received the, from Minister General the letter, Holy Father appointing him to be the preacher of the um, papal household, so the Vatican. And he goes, Lord, I asked to go to preach, but to the Holy Father? <laughs> so he's the preacher for a long time, for a long time. When Pope um, uh, John Paul II passed away, he said to uh, Pope Benedict that he can step down. No, 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 you continue. And Father Fran- Pope Francis, yeah, continue. So he's very known in the world. He's beautiful preaching. So you can see sometimes in YouTube, very nice preaching, speaking English as well. Yeah, so now this is the, about the, the, the missionary capuchins. But as well for us in our days, you know, the, the church in our days is very clear that the evangelization is, is task, is, is, is obligation really. This is from uh, Blessed Pope uh, the Sixth, from the Evangelium Nunciandi, the Exhortation. The Church proclaimed with St. Paul, Not that I boast of preaching the gospel, since it is a duty that has been laid on me. I should be punished if I do not preach, preach it. So it's really this, this imperative, you know, to, to preach. With joy and consolation, we wish to confirm once more that the task of evangelizing all people constitutes the essential mission of the church. Evangelizing is, in fact, the grace and vocation proper to the church, her deepest identity. She, the church, exists in order to evangelize. For this we are, the church, all of us. And so in in our day, uh, Pope Francis, very clearly the joy of the gospel as well, the document of the church after the, the sin of the bishops is very clear and very pushing, you know, that all of us, all the baptized, whatever they position in the church or the level of instruction in the faith, are agents of evangelization, all of us. The new evangelization calls for personal involvement on the part of each of the baptized. Are you baptized? Yes, yeah, so you too. <laughs> all of us, all of us. Every Christian is challenged here and now to be actively engaged in evangelization. 
Indeed, anyone who has truly experienced God's saving love does not need much time or lengthy training to go out and proclaim that love. So it's not, yeah, we have some school of evangelization, it's good. Uh, but above all, it's really the experience. And this is the beautiful this document of the joy of the gospel, Evangelii um, Gaudium, the joy of the gospel. And Pope Francis, beginning this document, is very stressed very much. I invite all Christians everywhere at this very moment to a renewed personal encounter with Jesus Christ. So this is the, the base, you know, to have this personal encounter with Jesus. So when you have Jesus in your heart, you cannot, you know, stop and, and do not say and be, and be just in silence. You're like, you wish to, to share. And I like to say this, you know, for us as preachers, as, as priests and, and, and sharing the, our faith. It's really nice to know that what we share is good news. If you open TV, if you open internet, if you open the newspaper, there's so many bad news everywhere, all the time, killing people, dying, you know, drugs, only problems. So we, what we have, what we share is good news. So it's great, really. We do not preach bad news. We're preaching good news. So it's great, really, to be part of that great mission of the church, all of us, every Christian is a missionary to the extent that he or she has encountered the love of God in Christ Jesus. We no longer say that we are disciples or missionaries, but rather that we are always missionary disciples. We are, all of us, missionary disciples. So this is really, in our days, the call of the church to all of us, very strong, very strong. And we see situation in Australia so um, very materialistic and very um, agnostic. So when you have your faith, you're really called by the Lord to share your faith. Not imposed, but proposed. You know, sharing your faith. Like so many saints, like Blessed Angelo, Acre, like many saints. And each one of us they call. And I, I believe that this Blessed Angelo can encouraging us. Like he was really weak and he tried to be Capuchin three times and then preaching at the beginning terrible. So it's not the success the most important, but really our sincere, humble heart and full of love of Jesus. And I did, last, I, I, I wish to um, share with you something about the evangelizing. I have been uh, once with, with Gary, <laughs> we have been in the conference of evangelization in Sydney. I'm, I'm not sure this one have been twice. There was one um, lady from... Office of the Evangelization in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, she's Dominican, but American. Uh, and she put something very nice, I think it can help us as well. There's many ways uh, to, to evangelize. The preaching is one, but there's many ways. She says, 30 ways I evangelize. iPhone, iPod, no, I evangelize. I care, I smile, I talk, I share, I witness. I evangelize, I help, I give, I love, I dialogue, I explain, I evangelize. I invite and listen, I ask, I teach, I preach, I evangelize. I show, I tell, I welcome, I pray, I confess, I evangelize. I announce, I denounce, I profess, I proclaim, I believe, I evangelize. I befriend, I present, I serve, I include, I sow. I evangelize. God bless you. <laughs> that was Father Bernard Morawski with Evangelization, 
Missionary Zeal and Humility at CapFest 2017, which was based on the theme Saints and Heroes. And for more talks, interviews and shows, visit creadio.org.au.